the parsha starts out, Daber of Bnei Yisrael v'yikchu li'trumo. Hakadosh Baruch Hu says to Moshe Rabbeinu, "Speak to Klal Yisrael and take from me truma. Take it from me. All the nedavis, all the various forms of donations that were given generously by Klal Yisrael, it should be given li." And Rashi famously comments, "Li l'shmi," that the taking or the giving. When they give it, it should be purely lishma. It's a din that it has to be lishma. There should be no ulterior motives when they give. Everything should be l'shem shemayim and l'shem the kedushas hamikdash. There's a taisefta in Megillah Parak Beis that explains this pasuk, and it says that kelim shenasu mitchilasam lehejet. Any kalim that were made for something mundane, they were made not for the purpose of the Beis Hamikdash, not for the purpose of the Mishkan. They are not allowed to be used for hektish. They are disqualified for hektish. You would not be able to go into a store, into a silver store in Manhattan, and buy some forks and then donate those to the Mishkan, to the Mikdash, to use as the Mizlagais. You wouldn't be able to take any sort of vessels, of dishes, of cups, of all the myriad ingredients that it took to build the Mishkan. You would not be able to buy that off the rack. You have to create them brand new, and it has to be made from its inception with That's one of the dinim of hektish. Hektish, whatever is dedicated, whatever is used, in the Beis HaMikdash and in the Mishkan, which are interchangeable, it must be made for the sole purpose of being used in the Mikdash. And if it's not, then it's absolutely unusable. Look at Baya. Avonim v'kairai shechatzvan mitchil alehejet ein bayinin aisei baharabayis. Any form of lumber. You're not allowed to go to a lumber yard and just buy off-the-shelf lumber. You're not allowed to go to a Home Depot and buy stones and tiles and bricks and build that into the Beis HaMikdash. It just would not go because it has to be that the lumber has to be used from that it was created solely from the trees when it was cut down. It was created for the purpose of the Mikdash that everything has a little shame, Kedushas Mikdash in the DNA of everything that's being used for the Tzarech HaMikdash. And Rabbi said, what we see from this is a very, very important side that when it comes to anything, any matter of Kedusha, any matter of Etzerach Gavaya, something that we are dedicating, that we are trying to make ourselves holier, we are trying to build an institution which is holier, it has to be that everything that we could possibly invest with Kedusha, and with Kavona and L'shem Shamayim must be placed into the actual building process. And if not, you might have a beautiful base Madrash, a beautiful base Hamikdash, a beautiful Mishkan, a beautiful Shul, but there are going to be bad ramifications depending on how much or how less of a L'shem Shamayim Kavona was invested at the inception.
There's a well-known Gemara in Baba Metziah on the The Gemara says that there were two Amirayim, Reb Chanina and Reb Chiyah, who used to argue, they used to talk in learning, and sometimes their discussions would get heated, and as we know, sometimes even if we start a discussion, perhaps in learning, and it could lead sometimes into getting personal. And it seems on the Madrega of the Amairoim, whatever that means, but it seemed that it started to get a little bit heated and personal. And when they would argue, once Reb Chanina says to Reb Chiyah, You are starting a fight with me? Do you know who you're talking to? Do you know who you're debating with? Chas v'shalom imishtakcha tera Yisrael mehadron Allah mipilpuli. If chas v'shalom, there would be, let's say, a, a nuclear war, and I was the last man in the world standing, and I was the only one that knew how to learn left in the world, I would be able to single-handedly return Tyra to its greatness through my sheer logic, through my Kayach HaPilpo, I'm a Lamdin, I'm able to be Laimei Dover Mitaych Dover, I would be able to rebuild the Tyra from scratch. That's how great I am, and you are picking a fight with me. Reb not to be outdone, turns back to Reb Chanina and says, Bahade Didi Kominsis, you, you're starting up with me. Forget about a hypothetical nuclear scenario. I already created a matzav in the world that terror will never be forgotten. I assured Ladar Dairis that no terror will ever be forgotten. How did I do that? Maya Vidna, Azlina, what I did was I went, Vishadina Kisna. I planted seeds of flax. Vigadilna Nishvi. And from that flax and from the netting that I was able to produce from that from that planting, I created nets. I made nets traps from scratch. Vitsaidona Tavi. And I trapped deer in those nets. Umachilna Bisrayu Liasmi. I took the flesh that I trapped from those deers. And and I took that flesh and I fed it to Yisaimim. I gave orphans food to eat from that. The Arichna Megilta. And as far as the hides that I took from that deer, from those deer that I trapped, I took those hides, I processed them, I made them into scrolls, I made them into Megillas. And on those scrolls, I wrote the Chamisha Chumshe Taira, five scrolls, each containing one Chumash. Chumash means, by the way, if it's a, Chumash is a, is a term that we use, so, you know, what does Chumash mean? What is it? It's called a Taira. Chumash means, a Chumash is really a fifth, because the Taira is really comprised of Chamisha Chumshe Taira, so each of the Chumashim is called a chumash. Each chumash is uh, one-fifth of the Torah. So I made five separate scrolls, each containing one with Barashas, one with Shemais, Vayikra, Bamidmar, Tavarim, Vesalikna, Lamasa. Then I went off from one, to one small hamlet, to a small village, Umakrina, Chamisha, Yinuki, Bechamisha, Chumshi. 
And what I did was I took five yeshiva boys, young cheder children, and I taught Reuven Sefer Bracious, I taught Shimon Sefer Shemais, I taught Levi Sefer Bayikra, and so on. I took six boys then out of class, and I taught each of them one of the starim of Mishnayis, and I said to them that Adahadrana Vyasina Akira Adadi. I'm leaving now, I'm going on my next tour to the next town. And by the time I come back, by the time I make it back to this hamlet, I expect that each and every one of you will be fluent in Chumash and in Shas, because each and every one of you, congratulations, you're each Rabbeim, and Reuven, who knows Bereshit, he's going to teach it to the rest of you guys, you're all going to know Bereshit from him. And Shimon, who knows Shemais, is going to teach it to all of you, and so on and so on until all of you will be taught by one another all of the things that you mastered, that you learned from me. The Abdi And by doing it this way, I ensure that Tyra would never be forgotten from Kal Yisrael. And the Gemara then says, Hainu Rebbe, the great Rebbe, the great Rabbeinu HaKadosh used to say, how great was the actions of Chia. This Reb Chia ensured he made it certain that Torah would not be forgotten. And the Masha and all the Mepharshim asked, why was this necessary? What was the point? And if Reb Chia would have, instead of spending extra time planting seeds and, and making nets, and couldn't his time be better spent by going to the local hardware store and, and buying, uh, either buying the nets by himself or buying hides from the local cipher macher or going to the yeshivas and, and taking ready-made chumashim and teaching them. Why did it have to be so organic? Why did the process have to be that he was mamish planting from the earliest inceptional seeds, literally, that he was planting it and he was making sure that everything was done just by his own hands. And the Teretz says, Rabbi Sai, that when it comes to building Tyra, if you want to really make sure that Tyra is going to be given over purely, Midar Ladar, without any bad viruses coming into the system, the only way to make sure that that happens is that from the earliest part of the process, it has to be the Kedusha Vatara. It has to be that my machshavis were pure. 